0: Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Today we have another guest. Hi, my name is Piper, and I'm 11 years old. Thanks for being here, Piper. Piper is also Bryn's twin. And Piper, could you tell us what it's like being a twin? It doesn't feel like being a
1: twin because um, I we know a few sets of twins, and they're identical. But they're still not treated the same.
0: And are you and Brynn treated the same? Uh, no. Okay. So do you and Brynn have to do the same uh, activities? No. Okay. So you have your own interest? Yes. Okay. Could you tell me, Piper, some of the things that you are interested in, both at school and outside of school?
1: Well, <laughs> I like science and I like um swim team, and I also like acting.
0: Okay, so you are on the uh, acting um, community here, right? Yes. Okay, and you've done several plays, is that right?
1: Uh, yes, okay. since I was in third grade.
0: So you've been doing this since you were in the third grade? Yes. Okay, um, let me ask you this then. Is there something else that you are involved in? You do acting, you do swim team, and I seem to... Un- Remember that there's this little critter downstairs that yes. you have. Okay, little animal. And what is that?
1: Uh, a rabbit named Maple.
0: Okay. And why do you have a rabbit named Maple? For 4H. And what are you going to have to do with uh, Maple at some point?
1: Well, I'm going to show her. And maybe when she gets a little older, I might breed her.
0: Okay. So you're interested in those things. What is it that, some, that your parents do that help foster the things that you're interested in?
1: Well, they let me do it, um, and they also support it.
0: Okay, very good. Now, the, the next thing that I know a lot of parents are interested in, and that is communicating with their children, because sometimes I think parents think that children are not listening when they talk. Can you give us an idea of what you think about when you're communicating with your parents.
1: Well, it's sort of complicated because um, sometimes they act differently. Sometimes if I have a bad day, then I act differently like that.
0: Okay. So basically, from what I understand, and I've talked to other kids about this, it's parents can have a bad day, but sometimes they think children don't have bad days and should always act the same. Is that Right. Yes. Okay. So, is there anything that you can tell parents who are listening on uh, to this podcast what you as a child would want your parents to do in order to let them know that you're listen- they're listening to you?
1: Like if you they don't really understand you. They think you always have a good day and there's no reason why you're acting bad.
0: Okay. So do you ever try to should should parents just sit down and talk and find out what their child's day was like?
1: No, I think they should like pay more attention.
0: Okay, And what types of things do you think parents can do to let their their child know that they're paying attention to them?
1: Uh, if they pay more attention to the child, does the child pays more attention to the adult?
0: Okay, so if they are, say, washing dishes and you're trying to talk to them, does that come across as though the parent's talking to, paying attention? Yes. Okay, so should the parent keep doing what they're doing or should they stop and listen?
1: Uh, they should stop and listen.
0: Okay, okay, I can certainly understand that. In fact, I had talked about that on another podcast. But you know, Piper, I appreciate your bringing that up because it means a lot more to a parent when a child is saying this, because I'm sure there are a lot of children out there who feel that their parents aren't listening to them because the parents continue to do things when the child's trying to talk to them. I can certainly understand that. So you can tell that your parents are listening to you when they just stop and sit down and talk, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, there's some things that, uh, different ways that children believe and understand that parents love them. And I know you know that your parents love you, but what are some of the things that they do for you that make you know that they do?
1: Uh, Well... They feed me, they give me water, and they take care of me.
0: Okay. Very good. And um, let's see. Let's take a look at family traditions. What are some of the things that you do, say, for every year that um, would bring about family cohesiveness, families together?
1: Well, each year, like every Christmas... Or every summer we visit each other in one place.
0: Okay. And I understand that there was one thing that you had done when you all got together and went on this big, what was it,
1: a cruise? Cruise.
0: Okay. So you tried to do something every Christmas? Yes. Okay. And what are some of the things that you do together as a family to have fun?
1: Well, mostly we travel a lot.
0: Oh, okay. And is there any place in particular that you like to go?
1: I like going to New York and Arizona.
0: Ah, very good. Okay. Now, we talked about communication, but one thing we haven't talked about that I think is important for parents to know and for their children to to understand is discipline. And when, how do your parents go about disciplining you?
1: Well, they really discipline me, but it doesn't really help.
0: Oh, now that's interesting. So, what do they do to discipline you, uh, Piper?
1: They yell at me, and they make, and they lose privileges.
0: So you, okay. So the yelling doesn't help. I would go along with that. So you said, but it doesn't really help. So when you use your pr- lose privileges, you feel like that doesn't help. Yes. Okay, it doesn't help. So what do you think they need to do that would help?
1: Well, maybe if they actually forgave us for what we did, because it would be more likely that we probably would.
0: Oh, now you know, Piper. That's really deep. I I really like that. So. They take your privileges, but then you feel like it would help if they would come in later and say that they forgive you. Yeah. Okay. And if they made a mistake, what do you think they should do if they made a mistake?
1: If they made a mistake, then they probably figure it out yourselves because the kids aren't supposed to say that.
0: Oh, okay. So we get back to communicating again, right? Yes. So if they made a mistake... They should basically apologize to you, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. That's that okay, Piper. What you just said about discipline is is very key as far as I'm concerned. So let me just try to summarize this and you tell me if I'm right. You mentioned that your parents yell and then they they will send you to your room. Is mm-hmm. that what okay. And but what you would like for them to do? is not yell and but when you go to when they send you to their room you want them to come and let them know that they forgive you for what was done. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And vice versa, you want them to apologize to you if they made a mistake. Yes. Correct? Okay. So, can you see Piper how all of that boils down to communicating with each other? So mm-hmm. it's important for the parents to communicate with the children and for the children to communicate with the parents, correct? Correct. Okay, and you can understand that? hmm Okay, so we'll have to make sure your parents listen to this, and maybe that can make a big difference. Okay, so I would imagine, I'm going to ask you this. I think I already know the answer. What is it that your parents do that frustrates you?
1: Oh uh, well, they yell at me. Uh, when they take away privileges, and um, also when um, there's something that gets really, really boring.
0: Oh, so when they're when something gets really, really boring, like what? Can you?
1: Uh, everything. Everything gets boring. If I'm playing like a video game that somehow gets boring, in a bit.
0: Oh, so that frustrates you. Oh, okay. So that doesn't have anything to do with your your parents. But the part that has something to do with your parents, once again, what frustrates you is when they yell at you. Yes. Okay. So that all gets back to communicating. Okay. So the next thing I want to mention, and we're going to close on this, is faith. I know that your faith plays a big difference and your you and your fa- with you and your family, and every Sunday you go to church and they take you to Sunday school, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you feel? What are your some of ideas that you can give to parents who have not gotten their children involved in church? What should they do?
1: Uh, maybe they should give it a try, and maybe if they don't like it, then you can figure like one a type that would actually fit for your kid. Like, if your kid says, oh, it's boring, like sometimes I do, then sometimes I just go through it, or um, sometimes I figure out a way to make it fun, because sometimes it could be boring.
0: Okay. So when they're learning about Jesus, the parents and the teachers, the Sunday school teachers, need to make that fun also, correct? Yeah. Because Jesus is fun. Right? Mm-hmm. He he wants you to to um to experience joy. Okay, Piper. Um is there anything that you can think of that you would want parents to know about um in dealing with their children? No. Okay, is there anything that you want to add?
1: Mm, maybe like um if you are allergic to an animal then you can get another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're putting something in for a child who might want an animal to have it, correct? Yes. Okay, so for somebody who really loves animals. Okay, thank you so much Piper. We some of the things we looked at were things that you're interested in school and the importance of parents taking an interest in knowing what their children are interested in. And I think the biggest takeaway from this um, from this interview with you, Piper, is the importance of communicating and the importance of parents, once they've disciplined a child, going in and letting that child know that the parent still loves him or her, correct? hmm Okay, and the other thing, last but certainly not least, is faith and the importance of parents making sure that their children are involved in that area, and by taking them there to uh, church and Sunday school. And if the ch- if the child thinks that it's boring, then it's up to the parent to and the Sunday school teacher. To make it fun so that they will stay in there and learn about Jesus, correct? Correct. Okay, so do you think I summarized that right? Yep. Okay, thanks, Piper. And I am sure some of these things that you brought up will certainly help parents parent on purpose. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRow.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.